Welcome to the Mindset, Money and Manifestations podcast. My name is Jennifer Grace. I am your host and I am so happy to deliver to you a weekly dose of mindset tools, inspiration, interviews, success stories and anything else the universe guides me to share. This podcast is designed to inspire and uplift you, to help you to remove the limiting beliefs that are in your way and to help you to consciously create a life and business of your dreams. Get ready to bring unlimited amounts of freedom, joy and abundance into your experience and it's my honour and passion to help you to do that. So let's get started. Hey, 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 everyone. How are you doing? Hope all is well with you in your world. And I'm bringing another dose, potentially two doses with this podcast um, of something that I think is really, really going to be beneficial to you. And it's something which just the knowledge of this alone has changed my, pretty much changed my entire life of seeing my patterns and seeing where I am falling down and how I can be aware of that. So today we're going to just dive right in. We're going to talk about self-sabotage and I think everyone is probably familiar with the the concept of it. Some people are like, yep, definitely that's me. Some people aren't sure. Here's the thing. If you're not hitting your goals, if you're not achieving what you want to achieve and you are getting to a certain point and then things are kind of falling apart or you're, um, you're distracted or something random happens that takes your focus away, I'm here to tell you that this is all part of the the very sophisticated self-sabotage that our brains um, put us through and create for us and develop these um, really, you know, like, a, I just want to say like when a, a squirrel is doing the, the like run across the table and they're doing this like little acrobatic Olympic thing to, to get the, the nuts at the end. <laughs> our brain will sometimes put us through like jumping through these hoops and doing all all these acrobatics and stuff to try and get our needs met and I'm really going to break this down for you here so if you're in self-sabotage or if you've ever experienced it then this is for you and when I say a two-parter I think already there's so much for me to go through here and I want to give you some real um, actionable steps as well I think I'm going to break this down into two so you heard that live is <laughs> my thought process just being recorded so here we go so what is self-sabotage so you might think of it as a time when something just gets too hard you're like trying to do something you're trying to do something new you you get to a certain place and then it gets exhausting and it's too difficult and you you just quit and you stop and you're like do you know what forget it it's too hard I can't do it and then you go through a little bit of a period, don't you, of kind of getting getting down on yourself because of that. And this is, it's really common. It's really, really common. And we all do it in different areas of our lives. So self-sabotage is essentially taking action that is not in alignment with what you want. Now, if you feel like self-sabotage is your thing, you are for sure going to w- want to make notes on this because there is so much information here. I've made tons of notes to to read out to you because there's so much to um, to share, and it's going to be so so beneficial for you to look back and read over them and to to really 
like identify these points for yourself, like where you're doing this in your own life. So I'm going to give you a really common example, one that probably the majority of people, if not everybody can relate to. So we're going to use the example of a diet because who who doesn't love that one? So, you know, the start on Monday thing. So let's use this example. So somebody begins a diet. They want to lose some weight. They want to get onto this new eating plan. Um, they, they know what their goals are. They know how they want to look and feel. And they're, they're fed up of eating badly and blah, 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 blah. And they, they um, decide to take action in that direction. And they, they find a plan um, or they, they do whatever works for them and they, they begin. And for the first period of time, the resolve is really strong. For some people, that's like the first hour. <laughs> For some people, that's the first month. Whichever it is, the resolve is really strong and they're, they're going and going and doing the thing that they want to do. And then something tempts them and then they say no and then they think about it a bit more and then they start to feel their resolve go. And then something bad happens, something difficult happens. They have a hard day. Um, something is really stressful. Um, you know, the, like everyone else at a party is eating or drinking or something and they think you know what I want to let my hair down and just do it too on this one occasion whichever it is they they end up doing something that they have told themselves they're not going to do and they've justified it in their own mind you know the day has been too hard everybody else is doing it whichever it is and then lo and behold instead of getting back on track and putting chalking that down to a one-off experience what happens then Typically, the dieter at that point will have seen their resolve diminish to a point where it just starts to taper off and taper off and taper off. And before they know it, they are at the the place where they are just not in alignment at all with what they said that they were going to do. And instead of learning from the experience of this trigger came up and this is how I handled it and maybe in future I could handle it this way, as in I could prepare before I went out with everyone to a party or I can prepare to to deal with difficult emotions at the end of the day, whatever. Instead of doing that, they use this as a reason to quit altogether because it becomes too hard, it becomes overwhelming, forget it, I'll try it again another time. I'll just put it down to experience and before they know it, they've gone back to their old habits and their old patterns, okay? Does this sound familiar? It doesn't have to be. That's just a really universal example, to be honest, to, to talk about weight and food and diets and stuff. Um, it's And it's one that I have a lot of experience with, um, which I've now broken, which I'll talk about in a, in a different episode for sure. But there you go. That's an example of self-sabotage. I see it a lot with people who are um, starting businesses or they are, um, they're in business already and they're trying to grow the business to the next level and things just feel exhausting and they, they, they want to launch um, a group program or a product or something and then they do one post about it and nobody responds and then maybe they'll do another post about it and nobody responds and they automatically it just triggers all of this um this on these feelings of insecurity or being rejected or something that that is sort of hiding there beneath the surface they all come flying to the surface really quick because you put yourself out there publicly nobody's acknowledged the the thing that you're doing uh, or you know purchasing it or asking you about it 
And then what do people tend to do? They just, they take it off sale. They pretend it never happened. They deleted the post. They retreat. They hide back in themselves. I have done that too. (laughs) Just just a disclaimer on this. Um, I am a self-sabotage expert by um, probably a very large amount of research, but certainly by experience, okay? And like there's probably no one who's who's got more experience of the things I want to talk about than than me so because I've overcome the majority of this stuff and now I get how it works this is why I feel qualified to talk to you about it okay so there we go so there's there's a couple of examples so why does this happen so first of all let's look at the reasons why we do this the reasons why we self-sabotage and let me also let let something be known to you here. If you think that you are the only person who's in this cycle, who's doing these things, who's having this issue, oh my God, let me tell you, that is not the case whatsoever. Everyone has something that they struggle with. Everyone has something that is is their bugbear, that is their their next task to um to, to learn how to deal with and to overcome. And whichever one you're focused on is yours. And you might be listening to this. I can hear people listening to this and thinking, well, Jen, I'm doing this in like every area of my life. This is much bigger. Okay, fine. Let's break that down. The brain loves to make things complex. So let's just get that simplified in your head right now. If that's you, if you think I am just a self-saboteur, this happens to me in every area of my life, then the thing that you need to work on is to understand your own self-sabotage. Therefore, we've put it back into one category. You have one thing to to work on. You've got one thing to master, and that is to overcome your self-sabotaging patterns. And I really needed to get on board with that because I was seeing that I was doing it in every area of my life. And um, it was very, very overwhelming to think, which one do I work on first? So what I work on first is understanding why I do this. You know, how how somebody does one thing tends to be how somebody does all things how how you do one thing is how you do everything so if you have a self-sabotaging pattern because of some triggers which we will look at in one area of your life it's likely that this somehow feeds into other areas too and you will get to understand this more as you do the work that I'm gonna lay out for you here in this podcast so let's get into this let's let's break it down so I'm going to go back to the example of the dieter. Why did why did that happen? Why was something going on beneath the surface that that led that person's brain to decide to do something that felt out of alignment and then use that as an excuse to break their promise to themselves entirely and completely and go back to normal ways of eating. So they were trying to do something that felt completely different to them. So in this example, they were trying to eat in a certain way that was different or to hold themselves to a new ideal body image that didn't feel or doesn't feel familiar, doesn't feel like it's it's them. So if that's something that you're you're trying to do or you've ever tried to do, and again, I'll continue to use this example because it's relevant to most and it's easy to for most to get on board with. If you're trying to do something that's different and trying to do something that's new, then your brain is going to freak out. So this causes discomfort to the ego. And the ego is the part of the brain that ego is actually Latin for I. So when people use the, the term ego, they typically use it to mean like 
somebody who's got an uh, overinflated view of themselves or opinion of themselves. Actually, this is not going to become a psychology lesson. I do have a psychology um, background, but the the notion of the ego, um, the term is captured by Freud, Sigmund Freud, is of I. It's the, the part of the brain that is self-obsessed and self-consumed. And not in a, like, I am better than everybody else kind of grandiose kind of way. It's the, the part of your brain that, that says, I do this, I feel this, I believe this, I can't do this, I feel this way. That's the ego, okay? So when I'm talking to you about your ego, I'm not talking to you about your overinflated view of yourself, okay? Sometimes it's actually quite the opposite. It feels like the opposite. I'm talking to you about the part of your, your brain that is designed to be your sense of yourself. That's probably the simplest way I can say it. And that part of your brain, that ego, is designed to keep you safe. So it has a really, really good and really, really relative and relevant purpose. It just wants to keep you safe. So this actually comes from, if you think back to um, things you, you may have learned about primal times, our ancestors would run away from the the tiger or the bear or whatever that was attacking them and it would become fight or flight it would be absolutely necessary for them in their lives to have this skill that they would be able to sense danger and they would be able to run from it and that back in those days was the brain's equivalent of keeping you safe okay to be able to sense that danger to run from it and then you would be back to normal and normal is safety does that make sense back in the safety of your cave and Right now, in this example, we don't, we, we're pretty lucky, we've evolved, we don't have to run away from tigers anymore, hopefully, but the thing that has become just as threatening to our brains now is the, the concept that we are going to be different people or, or change who we are or change ourselves because that is still not perceived as safety. Safety is when everything is comfortable, when everything is normal and everything stays the same. That is what safety is to the ego. That's what the ego is trying to get you to do. So hopefully these bits are starting to make sense for you now. If you are the dieter who is trying to change the the way that they are eating entirely to something completely new that feels unfamiliar that's quite unusual the brain may perceive that as being new different therefore unsafe and it will do what it needs to do to get you away from that situation back into safety okay as in it will manifest someone at work coming around with a big box of chocolates at three o'clock just when you feel like you need that that dip in you're, you're having a dip in energy and you need that sugar rush does that make sense honestly it's it's that simple what about if the the person who is trying to do something that is not just focused on the food and not just focused on the diet but they are trying to hold themselves to something different and new their soul wants them to live in the the happiest version of themselves and the best you know have the best body image and really love themselves and they're on that journey and they are looking to manifest a new ideal for themselves they're thinking about the, their new body what they want it to look like how how in alignment they're going to be when they they feel 
better about themselves and they're taking care of themselves if that feels to the brain very different to how the person feels now again because it's different because it's not safe because it's not comfortable it's not the safety zone it's dangerous and when it's dangerous the ego doesn't like it it wants to get you back to comfortable and when you're trying to do something new and different it senses discomfort and therefore it senses danger is that an aha moment or what like when I when I realized that I was like sure my my brain thinks that the the kick out is like running from a tiger it's like <laughs> it's like wow okay it it's it's mad but honestly this is the part of our brain that is is just programmed this way so you might be thinking right okay so I've got this ego clearly it's not helpful to me and I need to get rid of it otherwise I'll never hit my goals well that's not true you you need it because it is the 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 part of you that is meant to keep you safe and it's the part of you that that regulates who you are your self-image your identity your perception of danger your your being able to to sense when things are are on and off and 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 really go through that in your mind and think it through and and have those thoughts and and really evolve in your thinking like the the ego is a great thing but it it definitely, this is the way that I look at it, it definitely works in contrast to the soul. The soul, your spirit, who we are, everything we talk about on this podcast, you're meant to be limitless. You're meant to do whatever you want to do. You are meant to have the experience that feels exciting and elating and wonderful to you. And you're, you're meant to become all of those things that you want to become that's what the soul wants you to do it just wants you to grow and evolve and have the best experience ever and the ego (laughs) as you now know the ego works in opposition to that the ego wants you to not to have a great experience it does but it wants you to be safe and if it if it defines something as scary therefore it's going to define it as not safe and it's going to do the work to talk you out of becoming the person you want to be to throw loads of ridiculous obstacles in your in your path when they weren't there before like how many times have you tried to do something and then some very random thing happened that really took your focus and attention away from it and you're like why did that have to happen at that time when I was just getting into the flow of having everything I was so close to having all the things that I've been working for and everything that I wanted that's why that's why it's because your brain is doing this your brain is stopping you from living that life because it's trying to keep you safe the ego is very very clever it's always coming from a good intention but it will manifest things to appear in your experience to help keep you safe and help take you away from the things that it perceives as dangerous and stressful okay so it will therefore, let's go back to the analogy of our dieter, it will bring them the type of experience that they usually associate with comfort food, for example. So if you're if you're trying to lose weight and you are really aware that your your downtime is when you're in front of the TV, you're watching Netflix, you mindlessly, you know, you've got a bit of chocolate, glass of wine, whatever it is that you think is is your downfall. And you usually do that after a hard day, a stressful day when you're tired, and then you just kind of want to zone out in front of the TV. Like, let's say that's your experience. What's the ego going to do when you've decided to become vegan and, you know, go on a couple of 
um, a couple of miles run or, you know, do some yoga or drink loads of water or, or develop some real good healthy habits that make you feel good and that are putting you on the right path. What's the ego going to do? It's going to sense the danger and it's going to bring you, it will manifest for you the type of experience that you would usually associate with eating comfort food. The trigger that will associate, that you will associate with, therefore, because this has happened, I need to do this action. As in, you're going to have a stressful day. You're going to have the kind of day that usually causes you to go, oh my God, this is exhausting. I haven't got time for this. I deserve to sit down and eat something nice because I have just had such a bad, horrible, stressful day and therefore, you know, pass the chocolate. It will bring you the stressful experience. It will bring you that trigger that you then equate with taking the action. Ego is clever. It's, it's a manifester of experiences just in the way that you are a manifest. Your brain is manifesting the experiences. And I know it feels like in this instance, it's working against you. It has a really good intention. So I just want you to remember that the ego does not become the enemy here. We just need to learn how to work with it. And then what happens to our dieter? They eat and because they're an all or nothing person, which again is a self-sabotaging behavior. If I'm going to do this, I'm all in. Otherwise, I'm not in at all. They eat and they're all or nothing. So therefore, they think they failed. So they declare themselves out of the race. Forget it. This is too difficult. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to go on this diet. Forget it. This is too difficult. Clearly nobody wants to buy my stuff, watch my videos. I'm not meant to be in business. I'm not meant to be a coach. I'm not meant to speak to other people. I'm just useless. This is too hard. Forget it. I'm out. I just can't do it anymore. Congratulations, ego. Your mission is complete. You've just done your job. And that leaves us where? In exactly the same place as where we started. Because we've tried something, we then decide that we failed at something. Sometimes we'll decide that we're useless. Sometimes we'll decide that circumstances out of our control led to this and therefore it's just not meant to be. It doesn't really matter. We've made a decision that this is not happening for us yet again, even though we really want it and we are exhausted from trying and we are in exactly the same place as we were before. We're still wanting to lose the weight. We're still wanting to build the business. We're still wanting to, like, you can apply this to absolutely anything and everything. We're still looking at the house that we want to clean. We're still (laughs) looking at the house that we want to buy. We're still looking at the the move abroad that we want to do. We're still looking at the promotion that we didn't get. We're looking at the, the life of our dreams that we're too scared to go for. So we're just staying in this humdrum life. Like all, all of these things, like relationships, you know, people who, who are looking to manifest their soulmate or massively improve their relationship just kind of end up in the same place over and over again and we perpetuate that because the ego loves it because the ego perceives it as safe and I really really just want you to get on board with that get on board with using the term ego and understanding what it actually means it's the the days when things are going really well this happened to me last week things were going really well for me really really well and I was looking at at my life and just 
taking it all in and doing some some big massive appreciation for the universe and for my life and for me and I was like things are just going so incredibly good for me right now and it's been a long time coming that I've been able to say this like I was stressed and in massive self-sabotage mode for a few years in fact more than a few for a lot of years um I would get to a certain place and then fall right back quite spectacularly and I've really gotten a good grip of that now and I was like I've, I've released a lot of weight pretty effortlessly and my relationship's amazing and my business is doing so good and my podcast is finally here and I'm getting so much good feedback and thank you for all of that by the way thank you for the love um it's it, it means so much and you know everything that I like finances are going great and clients are just finding me and it feels effortless and it's so much fun and everything that I pretty much ever have been striving to get to in the last few years is now just flowing and all of a sudden last week I just started to feel like hmm I don't really know what else there is I feel like I've accomplished everything that I wanted now bear in mind I am I am not at the the stage that I could be at for any of these things even the things have massively improved and are good they could always be better but then I was like hmm there's probably nothing else to go for now so what what else do I do and I feel a little bit out of love with my business because it's just become it's become a bit boring it's like it's it's almost a little bit too easy and yeah I could probably look to sign another client this month but maybe I'll just take a bit of a break and I was like why am I feeling this and then I just felt physically exhausted and I was like maybe I'm not well like what's wrong with me what is this and then I realized okay these thoughts (laughs) they're completely symptomatic. This is the ego again. The ego is giving me, it's so clever the way it does this, it's just trying to trip me up with a little bit of self-sabotage. It's giving me reasons to doubt myself. It's giving me reasons to, when everything is going well, find something to fuck it all up and and to say, oh, I can't possibly do this now. I don't feel like doing it anymore. I don't know why. I just don't want to do it anymore. Of course, that's going to happen when things are going better than they've ever gone, because as much work as I've done to silence the ego, to calm it down and to move myself forward, I'm in a really new place now. And does the ego think that's a safe place? Of course not. You know, it's it's kind of on board with it. But every time I, I, I kind of look and think, wow, things are happening in a spectacular way, I get that weird little feeling that says, hmm, yeah something doesn't quite feel right, something doesn't feel off, I don't feel as excited as I did last week about everything that's going on, why is that? And it's the ego again, so I want you to to really get to, to know yourself in this process and to understand that when you are, when you're feeling like things are going good and then for no apparent reason you kind of lose your, your train of thought in that direction, like things suddenly feel a bit flat or feel boring or you just feel kind of out of alignment and you can't quite understand why. Be very aware that because things are going great for you and you're moving in the direction that you've always wanted to, your ego is not happy. It's not a happy bunny. 
it's panicking and it's freaking out a little bit because you are in that place where you are doing something new, doing something different and therefore doing something that the ego perceives as being scary. So there you go. So that is what this is going to be a two-parter. That is why we self-sabotage. I want you to really look through your patterns and your habits and and what's happening for you. So in terms of self-sabotage, I want you to just pick one thing to start with that you are struggling with. One thing that you feel that you're going back and forth on one thing that you can identify with this subject you think it's relatable that you are in self-sabotage and I want you to to just like write it out and look at your past experiences of this and look at the the triggers that have led you to going back to normal and to stopping the advancement of what it is that you want to do so in the example of the dieter I was doing really great on this diet and then some big family emergency happened and I just couldn't possibly focus on it. So I I needed comfort food and I went to McDonald's. I've also done that. (laughs) Um, And it might be. And then the the last time um, I was in self-sabotage, I started the diet. I decided I wanted to pursue this vegan program. I was drinking loads of water. I was feeling really good about myself And then I went on a night out and then everybody else was doing something. And then I started to feel really panicked because everyone else was having such a good time. And then people were saying to me, just have one drink, just do this, just do this. And then I did and I caved and then it all just kind of went downhill from there. Just be really aware as to what happened and be aware as to what you're telling yourself about this. And I I want you to to do that for any area in your life that you think you're self-sabotaging. So start with the first one. If it's, if it's diet, weight, fitness, whatever, write down the examples you can think of and just get to know the triggers and how they made you feel and then what the action was. And then if you think you're also doing it in your career, if you're in a, if you're in a corporate job and you want a promotion and every time it comes around to promotion time, something drastic happens and you, you know, you you don't get to apply or something happens that feels like sabotage identify what that trigger was identify what happened that made you either give up or in your mind fail or lose or not get the promotion or whatever that feels like for you and I really want you to just start to be aware of what that pattern is so this is a really great time to pause this lesson because I want you to write these things down to get some real good self-awareness and in the next podcast episode I'm going to show you exactly how we overcome this how we identify what's going on behind the scenes that is leading the ego to do what it's doing and how we can say stop it I don't know if that's entirely possible how we can limit that so that we're able to move forward with a a new sense of ease next time so there we go that is self-sabotage in a nutshell and I'm just loving doing this podcast and self-sabotage has always been the thing that I have wanted to um, speak about in depth on here so I'm super duper excited that we get to do this episode And I just also want to take the time to say thank you so much to everyone who has listened to this podcast, who has taken the time to do a review on iTunes, even just hitting like five stars. It takes seconds, but it means so much to me. And it it really works behind the scenes with iTunes as well to 
help um, the podcast to get seen and get out there and get known and get pushed up the ranks, etc. So thank you. Thank you so much. And I just want to read out a review that we've had from the lovely Kelly. She gave the podcast five stars on the 7th of June. Thank you so much, Kelly. And she said, this is what I needed. I've had your podcast sat in my library after subscribing. And today I felt compelled to listen. So I've just sat through all three episodes and I'm so glad I did. Now is the time to reconnect with my spiritual self and stop being human. <laughs> Thank you, Jen. You're so welcome, my love. Thank you so much for the review. I believe it was the first the first actual written review I ever had for the podcast. So I was so super excited when I saw it pop up. And that like if I can do anything with this podcast it's just to help everyone to understand that mindset is not something that you either have a great one or you have a crap one it's something that you can work on and hopefully I'm giving you the tools to work through this yourself you can also work with me on a one-to-one basis and I know I haven't talked about that much on the podcast yet but I'll link my website here so you can have a look at that and I will tell you more about it in the next episode you can just follow me on social and reach out if you've got any questions. You can go straight to the website and book a free call to talk about coaching with me. Completely up to you. But for now, what I want you to do is do the homework in this podcast. Please, please give me a shout out on social media. Give me a tag on Instagram or Facebook. Absolutely. I would love that. It would mean the world to me. And let everybody know what you're doing with this work and let, let the the other people in your life who may also struggle with this get in on the action too like this is universal stuff so I think my it's my belief that everybody will benefit from the examples that I've I've been able to put into this episode um and if someone is self-sabotaging it's just got the potential to change their life if they can get through this and on the next episode figure out what it is they need to do to just be done with it and out of that process so yeah, I think I'm rambling now, but I'm going to go. So I will speak to you next time, my loves. Can't wait to hear about what you come up with in your homework. Please share it with me. Please email me. Please send me a DM on social media. I absolutely, absolutely just love seeing them. It's so cool for me to sit here behind the, the microphone and talk and to see people in real life like doing the work and bringing it all together. So please do feel free to share with me and I will put the links in the show notes as usual. Anyway, I really am rambling now, so I'm going to go. I will see you next time, my loves. Take care and get ready for the next episode because it's going to be juicy. See you later.